In the Newsroom is a production in partnership with Studio Stillwater. Every week, journalists from the Stillwater News Press invite listeners to join us in the newsroom and hear the story behind the stories. Hello and welcome to In the Newsroom. I'm Bo Simmons, editor of the Stillwater News Press. With me today, reporter Ashlyn Huffman. Hello. City editor Michelle Charles. Hello. And a special guest, see, writer, filmmaker, student, Destiny Adams. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> well, and also hey. former news press intern. Yeah. yeah. This is a great story. Could have gone to Paris, <laughs> ended up here. Yeah. How about that? What? Yeah, did you know that? <laughs> I feel bad for her. I feel really bad for <laughs> Destiny we, now. That, that, that little thing, that little hiccup in the spring of 2020 sent Destiny our way. Yes. Right? You're... you're Honestly, I think it was for the better. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. We do too. We do too. <laughs> How often does that happen? Mm. Mm. Paris, France, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, it worked out for us too. Destiny, we've brought on today because of this. I don't. I don't think any of it's entirely coincidental, but Destiny had a piece co-authored um, Zaman Qureshi in Time Magazine, sort of about the perils of Instagram and other social media, you know, and, and the effect on young women. So Destiny's piece comes out uh, pretty popular, you know, a lot of, you know, went national, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. And then, uh, yeah, not even a few days later, it was the 60 Minutes piece on the Facebook whistleblower. You know, <laughs> yes. So the timing, yeah. The timing was so crazy. But, you know, yeah, tell us, yeah, please tell us uh, how, what uh, led you to that and how you got there and what it was about. It's crazy because it definitely was a coincidence. Okay. Um, when Time reached out to me and Zaman, we were not thinking that it was going to go viral or anything just because we were writing in response to the wall street journal article that was posted like a week before us um and i think the editors kind of knew because they kind of pushed in they were like hey guys like this is going to be super cool <laughs> and me and zaman are just sitting there like we're just working with time like that's so cool <laughs> we're just over here writing what was the wall street journal piece the wall street journal piece was about some research that Facebook had released about like data surrounding young teenage girls and how it affects young teenage girls and okay. the negative impacts. Okay. Um, but Facebook hasn't released that data. So it was leaked. The Facebook research data was leaked um, and the Wall Street Journal got on that really quick and it was leaked. So it got really like it was viral and went national okay what was your question I, I was going to say was this tied to uh them announcing that they're pushing pause on instagram kids yes this is oh, all tied to that yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so the wall street journal that the wall street journal it was really the wall street journal and facebook's like war because facebook was just like hey like why would y'all do this um and the wall street journal was like people need to know like how this is affecting their kids um and we're not sorry and then that's when everything started building up and we kind of just jumped in right before it re- okay. it went into so, like big so there was stations. there was a leaker but the leaker didn't go public until after your thing so a, yeah. l- a little bit yeah it, it is it is kind of like they pursued you 
because this was all coming out. Yes. But the, the timing was a little bit just sort of, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call that providential or, you know, just <laughs> everything. I had no idea. But, but, uh, yeah, please, yeah, yeah, you're off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Explain uh, what the piece was and how you got there. So our piece was just about a call to action from Zaman at the end of the piece. And the first part of the piece was written by me. And I was just talking about like how Instagram has affected me growing up with it and how Facebook and like TikTok and all the social media channels have affected me personally. And I think it went um, quote unquote viral because people were relating to it. And um, it was honestly like, news to some like older people to boomers who still like comment under my post and they're just like get over it just delete the apps and (laughs) I'm like I cannot delete these apps like this is a part like this is a part of my generation like I would literally not be able to communicate with people um I wouldn't be able to communicate with employers like it's that's just not an option um and I think it just rang true to a lot of kids my age and a lot of young adults my age and I feel like we were being heard for for a while but yeah that's what the piece was about. I mean so basically what I got from what you wrote is that from a very young age it's almost like you have a um, it's almost like you're running your own little PR agency or something where you have to worry about your image and how you're how you're being presented and how you're being received and then yes. maybe you know changing maybe maybe it's not even your authentic self to begin with yeah. and then tweaking things to get more engagement more positive uh feedback from people right what does that do to your sense of self um it kind of like destructs it it's like a hard way to put it because like you're going on Instagram and um, you have all these apps that help you either put a filter over yourself or help you um, look a completely different way than what you actually look like. And so when you're on Instagram all the time and you're on um, Snapchat all the time, which is like home of the filters, you don't realize when you look in the mirror, you don't realize like who you are. Like if you take if you really sit there and like look at yourself you're like whoa like this is a completely different person than what I'm posting on Instagram that's getting hundreds of likes like it's definitely like some of my friends refuse to post without a filter even after my article they were like yeah (laughs) destiny okay cool I'm still gonna use filters I mean really though I mean doesn't wouldn't that kind of rewire your brain if you know especially you're getting validation on filtered posts that you don't get on non-filtered posts you know you're getting the likes or shares or however however else you know the stuff works more people commenting and i think that was something that you had struggled with right i mean i don't know how far you want to delve into this but you were grieving right i mean and you were talking about reworking a status several times about your father yeah so in the piece i just went into how i was grieving the loss of my dad so I was um, going in and I was talking about like how I've been doing because social media is supposed to be a place where you like you share everything, but that's not 
like realistically what it is is you share your positives you share your ups um and so I went in not really thinking about it and I was just like I'm gonna vent to my friends and like not realizing like a lot of these people aren't my friends and Mm. like a lot of people like there's so many people on here and I have like public accounts and so when I went on and I started getting traction I just realized I wasn't getting as much traction as I usually get but I was getting a lot of comments and they were like to me it felt like people were feeling bad for for me and I was just like oh wait uh I've never like I've never did this before usually it's just like hey like you look great hey like it's Mm. all positivity but I started feeling very like anxious about the situation so I was going in like days after like tweaking words here and there and like trying to like be more optimistic about a situation that wasn't really positive um and I realized this is not okay. Like I shouldn't be going in here two weeks after and tweaking things just because I don't want people to think that I'm not okay when actually I wasn't okay. And so I ended up going to get diagnosed for an anxiety disorder. And yeah, I, my doctor was just like, it's okay to like present as yourself. Like, she looked at what I wrote and was just like, this is like normal. Like Mm. you don't have to feel bad about going in and like presenting like how you are. And that was just something new to me, even though it sounds silly, but it, it was new to me for sure. When you talk about the feedback you were getting, I mean, when I think about it, you know, kind of coming at this from a different generation, that to me sounds like more authentic, connection than just sending you a fire emoji because you look extra cute that day yeah you know but I guess I can see where if you're not really sharing your unvarnished self that vulnerability yes you know could be really tough yeah it's definitely hard to be vulnerable on social media because like I said I was getting comments from people I hadn't talked to in years and like people that weren't necessarily my friend and it was just didn't feel like as genuine but like the genuine comments did come from people who saw my post and called me and they were my like actually my friends and were like hey are you okay like what's going on why'd you post this and like the why'd you post this made me feel even like worse about it I was just like oh I messed up maybe I shouldn't have shared that maybe I should have just picked up the phone and called somebody but that's not what happened there's also this sort of interesting thing I mean because you are a a writer um destiny is really good with her you know opinion pieces and commentary i remember um, <laughs> but so it's like so you can have this authentic voice as a writer that is different from this sort of like christmas card version of the you know that we see on social medias and just sort of trying to like split that in two i would think would be would be really odd because you know it's like i would want to read your most authentic stuff, right? If even if it, you know, even if it was not not depressing or, or hurtful or something, but if it was just you expressing your authentic self and your yeah. opinions, like that's I'm in, you know. But I'm also not this audience of you know who's who's going to elevate things, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever, you know. That's no crazy that no you said that you because know. I haven't even thought right. of it like that. Yeah. When I write pieces, I'm not really worried about what, because right. I get to stay there and like really like flesh out my words and like I don't know, it's a different audience. Yeah, so kinda, yeah, yeah. I don't really think I didn't think about that. That's a good I, point. I don't know when I when I think about all this. I mean, you know, because so many young people. 
well, people of all ages, really. And I started to say young women, but now young men have the same problem, body dysmorphia. And now, I mean, with filters and everything, you could almost have like facial dysmorphia. <laughs> you know, like my face, does the face, the way it actually looks is not good. Yes. You know, it yeah. needs to be perfected. Okay, you Ashley's, and Ashley's now got emotion dysmorphia. It's <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually have an app on my phone that changes the shape of your face. What? Yes. <laughs> and I use it. I have like yeah. one photo on Instagram with no filter and it's and my, like from 2016. And oh my, my first God. thought is yeah. I need to try that. That yeah. is sad. That How sick like, is that? It adds... <laughs> eyelashes you can change the shape of your face yeah it's like i think i have an app like that too before i wrote the timepiece i was always like blurring my face because yes. like i have hyperpigmentation so i'm just like and, like oh, snapchat I can tweak this here and this here and then like i post it and doesn't even look like me Mm-mm. and so but nobody would know that unless yeah. they saw you like face to face but now i'm not posting with a filter just because i wrote the piece and like everyone has seen it so you take that advice yeah so i do like my pictures unfiltered though now i'm realizing that my favorite my last two posts are my favorite posts and they don't have any filter on them and i'm just like wait okay this is a different type of vibe (laughs) it's not that bad well, you're beautiful, though. Thank you. I, I mean, appreciate it. You know, I've never seen you with a filter. I see you yeah. in person. Yeah. And I think you're gorgeous. Thank so, you. I mean, it's I not. I appreciate it. It is odd, though. What, so, I mean, what is, and this is going to sound like a simple, stupid question. So, what's what's the goal of this filtered photo? What are you, Ashlyn, what are you trying to get out of it when you post this Princess Ashlyn thing from a, a Disney cartoon looking <laughs> thing. You know, I don't I mean, know. Are you just, it's like you're just trying to draw eyes to it or something. I mean, is or is it this sort of like? Well, I, I used to chase thing. those likes on social media. Like in college, I would delete photos if they didn't get a certain amount of likes. Yeah. And you know, Facebook is a little different. I don't care as much about Facebook. Instagram is like where I have to always look good. Yeah. I have to have my best. Someone foot called it the Met Gala of yes, all the social media. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like you want that's like you have to go in like. like Twitter Twitter's where yeah. you discuss all of your career stuff, where you want to look good. But then Instagram is where you just have like that perfect photo because everyone always looks good. Yeah. So you want to look like you have your life put together, even if it's falling apart. And for young girls, that is dangerous, I, I guess, is what we're learning. That's. I think for anyone that's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when they mentioned that, the first thing I thought is, well... You know, if I could thin down my jaw and like raise my cheekbones, yeah, that might that's, look like that's your thought process going that. into these apps. You're just like, oh wait, just like one little nudge, make my nose a little bit smaller. Uh, like, uh, I mean, I elevate my cheekbones. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Swipe my jawline used to be sharp. <laughs> so the next time, you know, it's like, oh, what happened to you? You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's weird though because for people, and I mean, we're all writers. And we're all kind of in a public sphere a little bit. And we're in a, in a uh, profession where we're putting it on a page, we're putting it online. People don't necessarily see us. So honestly, I mean, I could filter the crap out of a picture of me, look, you know, make myself look like I'm 35 again with a much better jawline and cheeks. And, you know, nobody out there would ever know that I don't necessarily look like that. That could become a whole other sort of avatar for me. That could become me in the public perception for people who aren't going to run into me at the grocery store. Yeah. I I'm mean, not, it's, uh, oh, you can no, go No, ahead. no, no, I'm talking say, a lot. I was just going to say real quick, I'm not sure that isn't what a lot of people do, especially, mm-hmm. you know, ri- writers and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll see a very, you know, 
sort of angled like profile picture mm-hmm. of somebody that you know but yeah um kylie jenner the kardashians like she's pregnant right now but you wouldn't know from her instagram like it's straight like clear skin like baby smooth skin all the way down it's just like it's unrealistic and it's like anorexic like waist and like huge butt and it's just like this is not like real i was talking with one of my best friends about this and her little sister is gorgeous but she cannot post like a picture without like editing her body like it Mm. has to be edited and her face has to be edited and has to be clear and her the person that she's always reposting is kylie kylie jenner and it's just like Kylie Jenner doesn't even See, look I'm like glad this. I, I didn't promise. grow up with Kylie as like yeah. a person. No, yeah, the generation after us, I have <laughs> no idea like what yeah. they're gonna do. Oh my god! Michelle, Michelle and I are thinking we're glad we didn't grow, grow up with social media. Oh, like, exactly. And like it really yeah. was like it, it didn't used to be like this though. When I had yeah. Instagram in like middle school, it wasn't like this. You know, mm-hmm. I look. I thank God I deleted all of those photos, but mm-hmm. like it was not <laughs> like that of your middle school self. <gasps> so you can't even show people your middle school I know school I have now. photos now but not like on my high Instagram that look like 35 year olds oh, and I'm know. just like how do you like it's filters what's going on uh, yeah it's it's scary I mean it, it really is and I, I think about how brutal you know junior high and high school was anyway I mean you know the person you're pining for doesn't love you you've got a zit right before picture day you know I mean and for girls I, I know that you know online there for a long time the editing of the body that's a big deal I mean and everyone feels this pressure freaking Beyonce gets busted you know it's thinning her legs out to create more thigh gap oh i remember the thigh gap oh lord i mean you know i mean women who are arguably some of the most beautiful people on the planet still feel this pressure and think they're not good enough and they look a thousand times better than i will on my best day Mm -hmm. it is crazy but you know the thing is it but it does perpetuate right and then it escalates Mm -hmm. i mean and if this is all happening at a time when you're young and when your brain is still developing, Ashland. <laughs> it's fully developed at 25 now, guys. <laughs> no, she'll never let me get over the fact that I, I was talking about how, as a young person, I think it's terrible that you can make so many decisions that have a permanent impact on your life when that whole frontal part of your brain that provides you with all the executive function is not even, as I say, done baking until you're yeah. about 25. Yeah. You know, so when you've got kids who are really vulnerable and they don't know who they are and they're trying to figure out who they are and, you know, and their brains are kind of being wired for these dopamine hits, right? Mm -hmm. When you get those likes. I mean, I even fall into that when I make a Facebook post and a lot of people like it or think it's funny or something like that. Like if I get a whole lot of laughing faces, I'm like, that was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and if it's one where it's like crickets, then I'm just like, ah. You know, so I mean, I'm not immune to it. I think in our piece, we went into a like how it's creating like anxiety disorders, like depression, but it's also creating like um, eating disorders and it's led to like suicides. But Facebook will not release that data, of course, like they don't want to. But it there's like people who have been researching this for a long time. And um, I think that's what the Wall Street Journal really went over is that like. 15 year olds are getting BBLs and they're getting surgery like they're making those hard decisions at an early age just to keep up with unrealistic standards and things that aren't even real it's it's wild do you know what 
You look confused. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I, no, I think I got it. Yeah, it took me a while, but yeah. I don't know what BBL yeah. stands for, but it's definitely what? like... Brazilian, Brazilian butt, butt lift. lift. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But looks like so confused. No, He's like, what? I know what it looks yeah. like. Um, and uh, it's a risky procedure, right? Yes, There's, yeah, very risk risky, there, yeah. especially if you're just flying to Miami, getting it done in a few hours and flying back. Like, yeah. Are they literally augmenting with like yes. implants? Yeah. Well, I think it's like a fat transfer yeah I, from like yeah. your belly to your butt oh good grief yeah yeah or like your thighs but you can do that butt. with like a lot of plastic surgeries like breast yeah. implants and all that yeah wow okay that's amazing well you know i i saw i i guess maybe it was in the discussion about the facebook whistleblower or it could have been another document leak where they were talking about some emails surfacing you know in the discussion around instagram kids Mm. Uh, where there was concern within the company that if they couldn't grab these kids at a young age and keep them, what it would do to their business model. So, I mean, they they really do rely on this sort of, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say addiction, but this, um, yeah, I guess maybe yeah, a addiction, a little yeah, bit of an sure. addiction. I mean, to that type. A lot of, of these, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know what what it triggers in the brain or whatever, but yeah, these are algorithms specifically designed to keep you engaged and, you know, to, to keep you coming back and refreshing and, you know, posting different things. So it's definitely like, it's, it's definitely planned out. The fact that they figured they need to get their hooks in early though, that's a little scary. It's a little Mm -hmm. creepy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So for you all, when you started posting, I mean, and this is something I've always thought. And as a mom, it bothers me. Is there this uh, this sense that you want to present yourself as older, as more mature? It seems like you get these, uh, you know, little, what I consider little girls presenting themselves in very provocative ways. And we've just done a whole series on child sexual abuse and all of this stuff. And so, you know, maybe we're a little tender about that right now. Yeah. But it just feels like uh, there is this inappropriate degree of sexualization of very young girls. And I think this social media has to be feeding into that. I don't know. What's your opinion? Um, I think everyone's trying, like, you don't want to be, like, quote, unquote, too old. Everyone's, like, shooting for this, like, 22, 25, like, <laughs> range like everyone I'm aging out <laughs> from the time you're 12 though yeah <laughs> like yeah. everyone's kind of like shooting to like be old enough but not too old like I don't know I just keep thinking about like Kylie Jenner and how all the these girls are like look trying to look like Kylie Jenner and it's just like I don't know I feel like they're trying to look like a certain way for sure and they are sexual like being sexualized because again it like goes back to validation and like what is the guy that you like like what is he like mm-hmm. and who is he following and he's following these girls so yeah and and that becomes a whole other thing right i mean like if your boyfriend's liking pictures of all these models you know yeah. then that becomes an issue if the guy you like is all you know it's all about like you know girls in bikinis with big booties or whatever yeah you know then it's going to be that's going to make you feel bad Mm -hmm. i have actually fallen into a hole lately i have to say i've discovered tiktok 
Mm-hmm. And I love TikTok. I love oh, it so much. Know, it's, hours it's and hours and hours laying in bed. Sure. Okay. Sounds super great for you. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> at, yeah. first, at first I was just like, this is moronic. Why would I do this? I'm not a child. I I think that's everyone's first yeah. thought. When right. I downloaded it, I was like, oh my God, I'm just downloading it just because my friends are on here and I want to get videos every now and then. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. Exactly. Exactly. My daughters and I send each other TikToks. Yeah. All the time now. This is kind of how we communicate. But I have kind of fallen into this hole a little bit. And again, the the algorithms kind of, uh, you know, got a hold of me. TikTok's al- algorithm is on point. Oh, like, you, yeah, there's you. so Dude, it much keeps content like on there. hurting me, though. It's like, leave this man. And I'm like, how do you know know? (laughs) red flag red flag red flag (laughs) there's so much content on tiktok that i i'm just on like one i'm learning that i'm just on one section like there's so much content i've never seen the same video twice and me and my roommate talk about it all the time. And I told her to stop sending me TikToks to like, <laughs> stop, like, don't mess up my algorithm. Cause she's like <laughs> on pirate TikTok, which is crazy. Cause I've never yeah. even heard of that. And it's just like buy pirates and they sing songs and they dress up as pirates. And it's like buy girls. And I'm just like, I don't want oh, that wow. on my feed. So please stop sending me <laughs> that's, TikToks. That's super specialized. That's yeah. It, that is a yes. niche. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Group. Every time I have a conversation with someone, I'm yeah. like, wow, we are on completely different sides of tiktok well that just goes to show how much like content is being made well and and, and there's some you know stuff there's like book talk there's where people talk about yeah yeah so i mean there are things like that but here lately i have i watched one video of like a super hot 50 year old mom dancing with her daughter and now all i get is these videos of these 50 some year old women who look right. like they're 30 yeah. you know and it's like is she my mom or my sister and then they both <laughs> do some dance and yeah. i'm just like and then i just sit there and hate myself and feel old and fat and disgusting and like i need to crawl back under my bridge no. but, you, know, <laughs> you know there's a there's another way and i'm like but i'm smart <laughs> but, but i think there's another way people take that and which becomes is Someone else sees that and thinks, I'll be the next influencer, yes. right? And, and young girls, young boys, everybody, they'll see that like like more kids mm-hmm. want to be influencers now than they do doctors or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that last thing was. Right. But yeah, so you can see something, even though you know that like, especially on the Instagram, a model might present themselves as perfectly as possible because they're selling whatever they're wearing, right? That's they're just sort of hawking mm-hmm. jewelry or leggings or whatever i don't know but now with tiktok everyone thinks they can be Strapless. famous mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever okay fine yeah i don't i don't know fashion we, we've established that but i just mean that but yeah if if you've got this sort of lure this sort of hook that says you could also be famous right you know if you present yourself the way everyone else is doing it yeah i, I couldn't imagine a more weird time to to be a kid yeah Yeah. i was um working at the ymca camp um and we did like a career day and i thought that the kids were going to come in and be like i want to be a firefighter there was one kid and he was like six who wasn't even in my age group and he only wanted to be a firefighter because his dad was a firefighter but everybody in my age group it was like 10 to 12 year olds they're all they all wanted to be youtubers and like we couldn't you're not supposed to have phones at the day camp 
we couldn't get them off their phones. They're in there, they're making TikToks, they're making content for YouTube, and their things are getting like two hits. And I'm just like, guys, like, <laughs> we have to stop. We have to. Like, the kids are just, they're sucked in. They're sucked in, like, it's it's addictive, and, like, you can't delete these apps. Like, it's Yeah, I'll delete it, and I'll just be sitting in bed, and be like, I could read a book, but... Yeah. kind of bored honestly kind <laughs> yeah. of bored let's download yeah. it again you always have like something something new on your phone all the time <laughs> yeah oh so what's the answer i think the answer is to um try to stop targeting like target ads target mm. ads for kids kind of like we were talking about with the algorithm um using going into different social media sites that like facebook does um they ask for permission but you don't really like everyone's just clicking yes like they ask for permission but they're like going into your instagram and they're going into your like twitter and they're going into what you've searched on safari and they have your location so that coffee shop that you were at two hours ago now we're showing you more coffee like targeted ads for children is horrible i think that should be stopped um i think that's like the immediate answer um yeah so you're you sort of decentivize the company i guess to to push different things onto people mm -hmm. right but stop like, tracking yeah, yeah. but it, it's sort of a chicken and egg thing right this is where if you go to these things with an addictive personality or you know or you're already or low self-esteem or whatever you know what what does it feed back to you or can you get there a perfectly well-adjusted person in spiral i don't know do they even get a chance to be perfectly well-adjusted <laughs> i don't like, know exactly <laughs> yeah right I, I you know who probably has the data on that is, uh, facebook yeah <laughs> yeah they, they, they're tracking our every yeah. moves so yeah Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Actually, that is the answer. They need to release the yeah, data. Yeah. There you go. So we can create so. answers. So we can yeah. see what is actually going on. Yeah. I mean, I almost wonder if there's not like a, um, not a backlash, but you know how, okay, so you have those Instagram models, right? Mm -hmm. Who will all of a sudden go public with this big teary post about how, oh, I've not been presenting my authentic self and, you know, I took 50 photos to look this amazing in this sundress or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you need to know that. And I'm not going to do that anymore. But it almost feels like it becomes like a whole other shtick, mm. you know, because now they're going to push natural beauty because, mm. you know, the other ones played out or there's too much competition in that realm or something. Yeah, yeah they I'm do that a cynical. lot in the fitness. They'll do a posed photo and then an unposed photo in the fitness industry that's why i try to stay off of like fitness tiktok and fitness instagram mm, right. like i don't follow a lot of them because they do stuff like that and it's like okay but i do wonder yeah. it's like but could you create like this whole little bubble of you know authentic of authenticity where that is the thing that has cachet where that is the thing that is rewarded. Like the more I think authentic it is the, the thing person that's is. Awarded now. Like everyone's being awarded for like, oh, she has a natural body. Like Megan the Stallion is a big thing because she has a natural body. She's not like Nikki. She's not plastic. <gasps> like <you laughs> sorry, know, Ashlyn. You know. I love Nikki. <laughs> I love Nikki too. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like we're awarding like it's it's just so like strange. I do like Megan right. too. It's like it's weird for you to like love who you are, like 
authentically everyone's just so like enamored by megan because they're just like wow she loves herself and she so, has like, that's no so brave yeah that's so brave <laughs> i want to be just like her she goes out mm-hmm. in public with no plastic surgery yeah. just looking like a normal human being yeah. who's still way more attractive than most other people yeah. that's kind of so like brave. the thing alicia keys did when alicia keys like stopped wearing, stopped makeup. wearing makeup i remember it was a that was thing. a big yeah. thing yeah like, she's okay. not wearing makeup but on just, tv why is she not wearing makeup she's still gorgeous she's, she's so still more beautiful than most people yeah oh my gosh okay i'm gonna say though i'm gonna call bs on a lot of these no makeup selfies though yeah yeah i mean okay you're not wearing false eyelashes you're still wearing concealer i'm sorry you're not fooling me (laughs) or a filter or a filter (laughs) yeah they didn't say no filter they just said no makeup (laughs) so what what happened to you or what more did you learn personally after your your timepiece came out Mm. you went on morning joe um yes you you saw and we saw sort of a not a domino of things but you just we just saw like yeah the the whistleblower comes on 60 minutes and now congress wants to get back involved you know they want to get zuckerberg up in front of them again so they can embarrass themselves by not knowing what they're talking about will you commit to ending finsta Senator, uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually, we don't actually do do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up a, a accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what in my interaction with teens, what I found is that they sometimes like to have a an account where they can interact just with their with a smaller group of of friends. Well, Finsta that, is that one said, of your. We've actually. Finsta is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Apple. It's Facebook, correct? Finsta is slang for, for a type of account. Okay, it's will you not, end it's not that type of account? We, I, I'm not sure I under, understand exactly what you're asking. What I can say is that based on what we've seen in terms of, of teens using those kinds of accounts, we've actually given them additional privacy options to, to, address, to address those kinds of issues where they want more privacy so that they can have more privacy. Well, I don't think that's an answer to my question. Oh, my God. That clip just made me so mad. I was just like... <laughs> He's like, will you eliminate Finsta? And I'm just like, no, that's just not what we're talking about. You don't even know what that is. And then she has to explain uh, such a bad representation. But um, what I've learned from that personally is I think it is going to take some time, unfortunately. Like, it's going to take some time. Um, and we do need the research that Facebook has like we need not just Facebook like we need the research that other we need internal research for other um social media channels too um it's it's difficult because it's all still fresh so yeah I don't have any like concrete answers but well a few people do right I mean yeah, yeah like you said do. it's in yeah it's a yeah. very new sort of frontier like we, we don't even know how much we can regulate things you know <sighs> and how much government involvement yeah. would want to be in big tech you know mm-hmm. well and every time you turn around there's a new platform yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's something new that you know people are using in a slightly different way or a different group of people is using right i mean basically as soon as people my age discover it everyone you know <laughs> everyone young and cool flees <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <so. laughs> 
like yeah. I know that it's played out by the time I'm aware of it. Yeah. So. These 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 TikToks you speak of. Oh, these TikToks. That's, that's gonna be old time. Yeah, old timey TikToks. Back in my day, <laughs> remember TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I remember TikTok. Yeah. So I mean, so what has it been like though? To all of a sudden, you know, okay, you're here. I mean, obviously, you do cool stuff all the time, Destiny. You're a cool Thank person. You. you do cool stuff. You're in, in, involved in a lot of things. Yeah. What's it like to all of a sudden be getting to be getting this type of attention, like around an issue that is such a hot button issue right now? Um, it's it's humbling, and it's also it just makes me want to watch what I say, which I think. I think I try to do, I've tried to do before the time pieces out, but now I'm just like, okay, like I need to make sure what I'm saying, like for one, like I believe and I can back it up and I can talk about it when I go to NPR or I go talk on MB, in, MS, uh, NBC, MS, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Morning Joe, like when I go yeah. talk on these different platforms, I would definitely like want to know what I'm talking about. Um, and I want to be careful with my words because a lot of, like I said, a lot of younger people did resonate with what I said. And I want to make sure that what I'm saying is like true and it's authentic. And I'm just trying to be as authentic as I can. Like now I'm not posting filtered. I don't use like, I probably will use filters in the, in the future, but I won't, it won't be like face filters, like look like a Barbie doll or a baby doll like none of that but <laughs> I'm definitely and I and I love makeup I still wear makeup but I'm definitely moving forward I'm just gonna try to present authentically and like watch what I say not watch what I say but make sure like I mean what I say because right. like right people are looking now and people are checking what I'm saying it's and it, it's still attention right I mean you're still right. like you're still drawing attention mm-hmm. whether that's you know whether it's negative attention or positive attention but yeah, and at least I would say from this, it's it's attention for your work. You know, it's attention for your craft. You know, not yeah. ju- not just right you know, for your, your thoughts. Not yeah, just a, yeah, a, not just. I didn't get a this. lot of followers on Instagram yeah. after that, which like I'm totally fine with. Like, I got followers on Twitter, which is like Ashlyn said, is where mm-hmm. my employers are, and I'm talking about work. Um, looking for jobs now so i might have to pull it back y'all know what i do (laughs) (laughs) so i mean for for anyone who's listening to this who has like young kids who are agitating to get on this and by the way if you think your kids aren't on social media you're wrong if you think your kids are not aware of it you're wrong they will make up names they will make up accounts they will lie about their age they will use their friend's account they are aware of this and they are messing around with it. I'm just telling you, it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, because I know some people <laughs> will very smugly say, well, my children don't have phones, but. No, and you're like, oh, whatever. It doesn't work like that. It does not, right? In my piece, I talk about how I didn't have a phone, but I was going over to my best friend's house and she was giving me her iPod. Yes. And I was like creating accounts. Like, yeah. Exactly. Kids have ways. And kids are very fast, too. It's so fast. Like, you don't even see them. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they, they really are. But I mean, so for someone who has younger kids who wants, I mean, I almost feel like this is another thing where you have to have like, you know, the talk <laughs> with your kid before they go, you know, spend the night. It's like, okay, is, do these people have a gun at their house? You know, mm. you've got to talk to them about sex. You've got to talk to them about all these things way earlier than you feel comfortable having to do it. Right. 
you know, because you want to think that your baby is not going to bump into any of that stuff. But in terms of social media, what do you think people should be telling their kids? What should we be doing? I think that I going back to um, kids like Instagram or kids Facebook, whatever they yeah, were trying to do. I mean, well, I don't even mean just yeah, like what? what like yeah, do you keep your kid yeah, off of it? I don't until think kids would use that. Like can, kids want to be where they think like cool people are and that's like older people than them like you were saying earlier they want to like be 22 they, yeah yeah they they when kids are censored and like they know they're being censored and they know like this is for kids they're just like i don't want this anymore like i'm not a baby they don't want the lame baby yeah Instagram. they don't want that at all so i don't where you have spongebob don't think that filters and that's it yeah <laughs> they're not gonna like that um but my advice would be to just like set a tone and have a conversation with your child to where they can feel like they can come to you if they see something that they are scared of or like they know they shouldn't be watching or like um they know that like this is not right i think that you should like have that relationship with them to be like so you can know what's going on because if they feel scared they're not going to come to you or if they feel like you're going to take it away from them they're not going to come to you and they're still going to do it and it's like it's harmful it's like stacking up but i think they should you should definitely like set that relationship with them and like be like hey you can come to me and like don't punish them for things that are out of their control um just i think it's important to have that like communication that open communication because you don't want to you don't want to like block them off and you don't want them to feel like they can't come to you right i mean i, th- I think it's almost you know i mean as a parent i sit there and i think about you know, trying to make them feel empowered to present themselves as authentically as possible to not feel like they they have to be this artificial person or thing. The other thing is apparent, and again, because of some reporting we've done lately, uh, it is completely terrifying and it will make your head spin how quickly older dudes will start reaching out to your little girl as soon as she posts a profile and telling her how beautiful she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was 12, I actually, my parents took me off Facebook because that happens I posted a bible verse you know how I am and some <laughs> dude was like hey I love Jesus we should meet up and I'm like heck yeah let's talk the bible what? yeah what? man but I was 12 no. I didn't get a facebook until I was 16 just... I literally was like mom I just posted a bible verse <laughs> that's so weird dude I know that's so weird that's I was like, that's like awful too dude, like do I you know. not I didn't feel even... bad for doing I'm this? embarrassed I that I allowed it to happen but like <laughs> dude what? Yeah, you're a kid. Uh, Kids don't know any better. My mom and dad taught me. They're like, well, after that incident, they're like, Ashlyn, just because someone talks about the Bible doesn't mean they have good intentions. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, <laughs> it's scary out there. Yeah, it is. I mean, but, but yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't think there are easy answers because like, yeah, like I, yeah, I'll tell Ashlyn if she gets, you know, not trending on Twitter you are not your likes, Ashlyn. He tells me that all the time. But because, uh, okay, uh, because Bo posts one thing and gets like 1,500 but, billion likes. But could, I could I imagine. Get one. But, but well, you would yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. One, it's usually destiny. Yeah. I mean, what, does that do? what does that do rattling around in a, in a kid's head? Right. When, when, you know, other things are popular and they're not. And, you know, yeah. you just, you keep going back to the well to, tr- you know. Sure. See what you can do. Well, it's just sort of like my thing about, you know, like when you win an award, it's great. Like the Mm -hmm. first time you win the award, you're like, oh, I won. This is so exciting. I didn't think I was going to win. 
Okay, well, after that, you've established that you can win. And the next year when you don't win, it feels like you lost, Mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you do one post that, like, does really, really well and gets a lot of traction. And then the next one, it's like nobody cares. And you're just like, yeah, I'm lame. They they figured yeah. it out. I'm I do that lame. too. I'm always on Twitter like, and I think I'm hilarious. I'm always on Twitter <laughs> posting. And if I get like two likes, I'm like, wow, this really flopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to delete this. <laughs> literally same. <laughs> but sometimes the negative things drive more engagement, keep people on even more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's even stuff that, so yeah there's yeah. it's lose lose i don't yeah. know terrified for y'all that's all <laughs> yeah so sorry so good sorry, luck out there guys. <laughs> <laughs> although apparently oh, i'm not yeah. even beyond it because i'm like in the going yeah give me a filter let me see what that looks like mm-hmm. wow she looks really good and can do that dance mm-hmm. maybe i should start working on my shuffle i don't know yeah what's the answer well i mean we we i i guess we do have more awareness now the i would think the hope is that things don't just quiet down again and people you know it's like if you can sort of nail home that things are not all right everywhere yeah because it it seemed like wasn't it only it's about five or six years ago where it's like oh hey facebook's been uh doing this social experiment on everybody and like we've been pulling positive things out of your feed and you know more negative things just to see what happens like they were just like just using us to collect this data just messing with Facebook our brains is a trip <laughs> right. they are a trip because yeah, they'll just slide it in there and like you'll be scrolling and it's just like a message from them and they're like yes or no and no one right. read they know no one's gonna read yeah the, the blue the small print and you're just like allowing them to access we're sell- selling your data oh yeah yeah are we sure that mark zuckerberg doesn't actually live in a volcano <laughs> like just petting a cat like a bond villain <laughs> probably as wild as this stuff seems it blows over after a while it does and, yeah and people, i feel like that's what he's trying to do yeah, too yeah, by not like making statements with their, people move on with their lives and we just sort of like sink deeper into it so yeah yeah have to keep having the conversations yeah <laughs> yes exactly well thank you yeah thank it's you for inviting you me thank you so much this is a good talk all right uh thank you destiny and thank you to everyone joining us today in the newsroom in the newsroom is edited and produced by me chris peters you can find all of our past episodes and show notes at studiostillwater.net This podcast is made possible with support from the Stillwater News Press. Please consider subscribing to our award-winning newspaper and help support local journalism. Go to stwnewspress.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.